0: If you want to make an audiobook, go to the talkingbook.org. That's the talkingbook.org. Check out these amazing writers, narrators, indie publishers. Come to Asheville. We record books in a booth. Here's the show. It's that time again. It's time for another Talking Book podcast with your pal Chris Hartram. Today I'm very excited because I'm going to play for you a full story from Ashley Bryan Phillips uh, from her book Sleepovers that she recorded here in our studio in Asheville, North Carolina. We had a great week. We drank lots of wine. We made Dave drink wine. We made Dave eat canned fish. Uh, We just, the three of us had a a ball and then uh, went out, got drinks and food with Danny and uh, yeah, you know, it was fun. Um, I love doing it. I love when the authors come and record the whole book and we, you know, we get to do the whole thing. But uh, what else is new before we play that excerpt? Um, we're trying to get Max into first grade. Um, I've been homeschooling him for the past year in kindergarten, you know, pandemic, all that stuff. And I like homeschooling him. You know, I was homeschooled for a while as a kid because we moved around so much. My dad wasn't um, in the military or anything, but we moved around a lot. Born in Florida, moved back to LA, back to Florida, Ohio, New Jersey, NC, back to LA, back to NC. Um, It Went on like that. Anyway, I like homeschooling Max, but he wants to go back to school, so I'm trying to get him into this school, this elementary school for first grade. It's it's right across the street. It's a public school, but there's a waiting list uh, because it's full. You know, Asheville is a full town, so I understand that, you know, there's capacity issues. But uh, I'm not going to drive him clear across town when there's an elementary school that I could hit with a rock if I wanted to. It's so close. It's across the street. I could walk him to school. I could pick him up on foot. Um, you know. And one day I'd love to homeschool him again. But it's, you know, time and... Uh, and uh, I want to let him, you know, get in the mix. He loved preschool. But anyway, I'm going to get him into this school across the street if it's the last thing I do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stalk the superintendent. I'm going to pull a Tony Soprano. I'm going to wait outside his, his house or his car. And superintendent, I don't even know if there is a superintendent. I don't know what that even means. But if you're listening, if you're listening, uh, me and a couple of goons are going to come over, have a nice little chat about my boy in that elementary school. I'm just kidding. It's best not to get angry. Um, I'm sure everything will work out. Anyway, Sleepovers is a beautiful book of short stories by Ashley Bryant Phillips. It was published by Hub City Press in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Uh, Everyone loves it. I love it. Um, You know, I read the print first, of course, before we recorded it. And uh, I'll say that listening to her read it is the way to experience this book and not to take anything away from, you know, words on the page. I always go into this rant, but there are certain books, you know, it's just to, to have the author read it to you, to have Ashley Bryan Phillips read these stories to you. Um, that's just the meta. You know, she's a great storyteller. And we talked about that when she was here. Um, you know, telling someone the story with the mouth and the voice you know, it's the way it all started. Um, you'll be hearing her read The Mattress, which is one of many amazing stories in the collection. Uh, and this is the first time this story has been published anywhere outside of the book, so please enjoy it. Uh, beautiful audiobook coming out, bridge full, read by the author Ashley Bryan Phillips. And here now uh, is The Mattress.
1: mattress. Hope's sitting at work, her daddy's septic tank business. She's the secretary. She's looking at seafood recipes on the computer, a seafood pizza to spice things up. She read in Cosmo that you can do that. Changing things up in the kitchen can entice your man to change things up in the bedroom. Because food and sex are both natural desires and going all the way back to caveman times hope's husband is named dale dale's trying to sell a beauty rest recharge extra firm mattress to an elderly woman her name is mrs creech but the elderly woman is buying the mattress for her son it's a bit confusing dale's laying down beside mrs creech on the mattress she's telling him now my boy bobby he's fat i mean real fat yes ma'am he says his eyes closed now these springs gotta support him," she goes on dale thinks of my 600 pine life and mrs creech's son inside his house trapped like a whale hope loves that show she laughs at the sad people and their loved ones, washing out their fat layers and folds. Dale's phone goes off then, vibrates the bed. But Mrs. Creech doesn't notice. She pokes her finger into the mattress. Hope's texted him, and she wants to know, shrimp or salmon? Salmon. Hope's Daddy's septic tank business is a mile outside of town, across from Wheat fields and beside Arrowhead Trailer Park. No one really comes in the septic tank business until around 3 p.m. when the school bus lets off the kids at Arrowhead. They buy Little Debbie cakes and Cokes and Snicker bars and Doritas that the septic tank business sells for snacks at the counter. But right now it's noon, And a girl, Hope's seen before, comes in with a baby on her hip and asks to use the phone. She says she needs to call a probation officer, and her phone's been cut off. The baby is drooling and squirming. It reaches for Hope's hand when she pushes them the phone. It's wearing a t-shirt with a ladybug on it that says, Love Bug. The girl dials and says, yes, ma'am, over and over. Hope realizes then that the girl is Cooney's daughter, but she can't remember her name. The baby squeals so the mama girl puts it down. It crawls fast as lightning to the corner basket filled with dog toys. Hope's two Dotsons, Pookie and Peanut, are currently at Puppy Paradise getting their nails painted, strawberry and lime. The baby reaches for Pookie's favorite squeaky hamburger, and Hope jumps up to snatch it from her. Now the baby's screaming, and the mama girl hangs up the phone and grabs her, picks her up by the arm. Shut up, she says. The baby wobbles, standing on her own two legs, and the girl whoops her. Shut up, she says. She whoops her so hard the baby's knees buckle, and the baby is really squalling now. Hope puts the hamburger toy in the dog basket. The mama girl picks up her baby and heads towards the door. Where are your yip dogs today? She asks her over the baby's cries. Hope tells her they're at a doggy salon. (laughs) A doggy salon? The mama girl pauses for a minute looking at the basket of toys. (laughs) Well, I'll be, she says, and walks out the door. Hope sits behind her desk, reaches for a Snickers. She still hears the baby squalling, and Dale still hasn't answered her text. Dale has always dreamed of taking Hope on an Alaskan cruise because she's always wanted to go since she was little. He dreams of making an Alaskan cruise baby. It would start with Eskimo kisses. Then he'd rub his nose down Hope's neck, round her arms and elbows, Legs and butt, too. And outside the porthole of their cabin, icebergs grow, and somewhere, of course, cute polar bears cuddle under a blanket of snow. But we return to him now on the mattress with the elderly woman, Mrs. Creech. You know, this is actually our best-selling mattress to bigger people, he says, you can call him fat, she says, because that's what he is. Bobby is so big, I'm telling you. Then she slaps the bed. But you know what? I'll take it. This will be Dale's first sale in four days. He's been working alone all week. He's so excited. He tells the woman he'll deliver it too, no extra charge. Now, Bobby... My big son, he don't live with me, Mrs. Creech says. I live in that big white farmhouse with the barn behind it out on 258. And Bobby, he lives across the road from me in that trailer. Can't hardly see it because of all the pine trees. I told him we ought to cut them down when he put that trailer there. I told him that the pine cones were going to tear his lawnmower all to pieces. I see, Dale says but you go on and deliver it to him there in that trailer across from my house. I would get my other boy Craig to come get it, but he can't leave the field to cotton like it is. I understand, Dale says. Thank you so much, Mrs. Creech reaches for Dale's hand. That's so kind of you. Dale's preparing the paperwork at his register for the Beauty Rest Recharge Extra Firm Mattress when he sees a tall male figure walk in towards Mrs. Creech. Dale hollers to him from the counter, welcomes him to the store. Oh, Look here, Mrs. Creech says, it's Craig. This here is my other boy, he ain't the fat one. When Dale gets to them, the man is pulling Mrs. Creech off the mattress. And she's telling him she's getting that special mattress like the one you told me to get she says mrs screech looks at dale with big eyes show craig the paperwork you got on it but the man doesn't take the paperwork from dale's hand the man looks at dale and mows the words sorry and then ushers mrs Creech out of the store dale watches them leave At the door, he hears Mrs. Creech ask her son, Are you sure no? Are you sure he don't need it? For the seafood pizza, Hope will need to drive to Runnock Rapids. That's where the Super Walmart is, and they've got the good seafood. And to get there, you pass the sex store. And she's never been, but she always looks when she drives by. And the walls inside are bubblegum pink and the lights are neon yellow. She's never had an orgasm, but she's read about them, of course. She's Google-searching strap-on images. There are rubber penises and even glass. How would glass feel inside a warm body? Cool, and then warmer, warmer? She needs to know from Dale, shrimp or salmon. But this is what he texts her. Which would you rather have, baby? Hope knew it. Dale can never assert himself. She wants him to assert himself, insert himself into her, plunging, thrusting, hard. Cosmo says strap-ons allow you to show your man how you want it. Show your man how you want it. She sighs. She doesn't even want seafood pizza anymore. Hope's daddy walks in the office and she closes her search window. The desktop background is an aerial shot of Alaska. The sun is coming up over the mountains of snow. Dale wants to see where he would have delivered the Beautyrest rest recharge extra firm mattress to Mrs. Creech's son. He drives out to the end of Highway 258 and sees Mrs. Creech's house just as she described it. The White House is big and glows amidst the dark fields around it. And the tin roof looks like a mirror under the moon. Only one light shines from the first floor. Maybe Mrs. Creech is watching TV. Dale looks across the road for the trailer, but the yard is thick with pines and overgrown bushes. He pulls down the dirt path and makes his way to the back of the thicket. The grasses get taller and swish against his side windows. He keeps the headlights shining and even walks out into the grasses and bushes pulling back branches to see if anything's there.
0: All right, that was Ashley Bryant Phillips reading from her new full-length audiobook Sleepovers coming at you soon from The Talking Book. Um, Go to thetalkingbook.org. You're going to be able to get it on Audible, iTunes, Amazon, um, go to thetalkingbook.org for this and more of what we do. We record books in a booth in Asheville NC. Uh, thanks so much to Ashley Bryan Phillips, Monica Woods, Hub City Press uh, for making all this possible. And uh, can't wait to uh, talk to you on the next episode. I hope you don't mind the sound of my voice. Hit me up if you have any questions or any concerns, or if you want to make an audiobook or do anything. If you want to hang out, I'm here. We're all here. Have a great day.
1: a bishop who has forsaken sympathy, chasing sister squares.
0: I was lit before I knew
1: sleeping in the square I was living